Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. Oh, my gosh. I may have to start this up in, again in in 20 minutes because it looks like we only have about, I don't know why. But anyway, today I have Emmy Moon with me, and Hi. she's a tarot reader, a spiritualist. Hi, Emmy. How are you today? I'm doing well. I had you in the background. Had to, there you go. Hi, everyone. Mm-hmm. Hi. Thank you for having me on the show today. It's exciting to do this with you today. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. So today we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, you and your tarot readings and how you do your tarot readings. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself to start out with? Well, my name is Emmy. I go by Emmy Moon. Everyone calls me Emmy, though. I have been reading since a child, uh, 11 years old. I started off with the coffee, the coffee cup, cafe, you know, and then oh. I I kept going to cards and other forms of divination and I've been reading professionally professionally full time for about six, maybe seven years, but I've been reading since a kid. Um I'm from New York, I'm a New Yorican you know and it's divination in the Puerto Rican community is quite common. Um I I will feel that it's something of culture for us to um People go to diviners to seek all kinds of information. And so how I started was basically my mom's friend. You know, she was a spiritista, spiritualist. She would come into our house, and she would try to read the coffee cup. And I think one day she tried to get my mother to do it. It didn't work out so well, and she was like, come over here, nena. You know, that means little girl in Spanish, and tell me what you see from here. And I was like, I don't know how to read that. And she said, don't worry about it. Just tell me what you see. And um, I read it, and I was correct. And it all started from there. Then soon she kept bringing her friends and her friends, and it just kept on going like that. And I, um, I fell in love with it and it became my passion. Um, I got into tarot and other card systems, um, playing cards. I started reading with water, dividing with ink, all types of scrying, and that's how it began began for me. Uh, When I got older, though, I went to college, I went to school, and I actually graduated from business school, and I still had no, like, direct passion for anything else. Like, this is the only thing I truly love, and I felt felt in love with it, and it was in my core. Like, I just wanted to keep digging for more information and just digging how to divine and other kind of systems. So I started to do this um, full-time, and here I am now. (laughs) That's basically my story. (laughs) Yeah. That's really cool. So yeah, I love it. Basically, I love it to my bone. You know, it's like I I really enjoy working with people and and helping them and uplifting them. And it's um our job as diviners is not just to say yes and no, this is going to happen or not. You know, it's really about helping people, um, guiding them, giving them direction. You know, and not giving them also false hope. If there's something they need to move on from i mainly deal with love and relationships you know i get all types of questions but for some reason love and relationships that's what people are they target me for um i do a lot of love readings and it helps sometimes you need to repeat things over and over with a client and it's okay you know um sometimes they need it because um romantic relationships, you know, is, is is hard and it's a struggle and sometimes there's a lot of hope and you got to also counsel them and give them advice as well and work and connect and be really in tune with your spirits um, to give them information as well on how to advance and move forward or how to revert and let go and help them heal and move on as well. So that's me. That's a little rundown of who I am and how I am as a reader. 
talked out well, that's for, wonderful yeah. and i really like the <laughs> fact that you're you you lay it out and even in a loving and kind way even if it's something you know that they have to move on from yeah and heal definitely um i have a couple of callers waiting i just realized that the on air time that i thought was going to be here is not here so do you want to take a caller now um sure go ahead okay okay let me see there's somebody waiting hi my speaking list hi marissa hi marissa Mm-hmm. Uh, Marissa? Uh, yeah, Marissa. I just want to know if you see any summer love coming. It's really hard to hear um, hear you, Maritza. It's like you keep going in an hour. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yes, I can. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's see, Marissa. And you want to know if there's some kind of summer romance coming in. In the middle, when I when I ever any time I I do my spreads, I always focus on the med- the the middle of my reading because I feel that that's the the loudest and the most important for me. And I do kind of a cross in the middle. And what you do, what you have here, you have the two of coins and it's crossing the five of wands. So for me, the first thing that I see is that yes, you're gonna have a a romantic relationship, but I also feel that there's going to be a lot of competition. I also feel here that it's not something that is going to be official. It's like a romance instead of a, a relationship, more of that. And and with that, in front of that, you have the Page of Cups. So I feel like this is that new energy, this immature romantic relationship. I feel like there's a lot of talking. You two are going to do a lot of texting, a lot of messaging with each other, but it's nothing set in stone. I feel like this is something that could come and, and this could go. Um, the next card that you also have is the Eight of Wands. So it almost feels like it will be something in the air, something already that's brewing, something that's there, but could also come quickly and go quickly. Um, with that, with the Page of Cups, um, he could also be a younger person or just mm-hmm. very fresh, very new. And I, I feel that it's it's something is a romance. It's not a serious relationship. It's not a commitment. But it's also saying to enjoy this. Um, mm-hmm. Be aware that you have competition. So I feel like this is probably someone that has other people in his life too. Um, oh. And okay. this is someone that's just trying to you know, date others as well. It's mingling, all right? So that's oh, what I have for you. But all right? Um, Al, you see, um, like, a, a, like a new job, too, because that's like what you said, the crossing thing going on between jobs. No, but the the fo- we when I re- do a reading, you ha- I focus on the specific question. So oh, your specific but- question was about romance, you know? And yeah. that was the question I was answering. So that yeah, really had nothing to do with career yeah. or nothing. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, there's this one person that you're saying you're picking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad that, you know, I could tell that you're, you know, really good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Something just doesn't seem, you know what I mean? That, oh, I yeah. Like there could have been a couple of others. But, you know, it it just makes because I'm just saying there's one, per, you know, there's one person I kind of like. I don't know if he's, you know, what he's like, but then there's a one person that seems like he, you know what I mean. <laughs> seems yeah, I feel like the reading is saying 
enjoy yourself, you know, go with the flow of things, you know, um, go with the flow of things, don't take things so serious, and it's something light, but enjoy yourself, it's that summer romance, but it could come and go, don't get too much involved with it, it's about having fun, it makes me feel very young and free, and you know, it tells you to also keep your other options open as well with this reading. Oh, okay. Great. I appreciate you taking my call at me. You're welcome. You have a great day. You take care. Bye bye. Have a great weekend. Bye bye. Thanks. Hello? We have another person on the line here. So, let's Um, see. I just want to say that the. I was listening to another blog talk radio show before, and it probably just says 20 minutes, but it will just keep extending. Oh, okay, perfect. I that was like Thank a technical you. difficulty that was happening, you know, prior weeks that I saw as well with other shows. I just wanted to say that, so it's okay. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Good. Because I want to have you on again, too, so, you know. It's going to continue. Okay, good. We have three other people waiting, so I'll go ahead and take the next one. And remember, when you call in, please um, keep it to one question, because we do have a queue right now. So, I'll bring the next caller in. You ready, Emmy? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Hi, welcome to our show. Hi. Hi, this is Sandy, and I am wanting to know about romance. Since you're the specialist of this, this sounds fantastic. Is someone coming (laughs) in? What's your specific question, Sandy? Uh, Do I have romance coming in soon? Define soon. That will even better help me. Um, within the next few months. Okay, three months. I do a, a season month, okay. a season reading. Okay. Sounds okay. Good. So let's see. Show me Sandy. Show me if there's gonna be any. I was just talking about the Nine of Cups, and I, I, the Nine of Cups, I just posted it about it on my Facebook page yesterday, mm-hmm. Psychic Emmy Moon, um, and I was talking about that, that's the wish card, um, and I uh-huh. feel that whenever this kind of pops up in my readings, it's whatever your question, if you have like the, a question, you see the Nine of Cups, I call that my wish card, it's like your wishes being fulfilled, your wishes coming true and that's in the spread that i just did so oh let's wow look into your reading so first is like yes okay. that's going to happen um okay well you have in the middle of your reading you have the hierophant um and it's also crossing this amazing card of the king of coins so is there's definitely a man that's coming into your into your life um into your mm-hmm. life and you have he's probably an educated man um, he's very educated with the hierophant there. Um, I don't know if he's religious. I'm not getting that, but I feel like he's smart. He has high morals, high values. And with the king of coins, I feel that he's definitely someone who takes care of himself. I, I always feel that the king of coins is one of those persons with high charisma, and they're really fine. They like the more quality things of life, and, you know, they probably have a good job as well. Um Wow. So that's the type of person. Um, with that, I could get in more details. He probably has brownish hair, or it could be more of a lighter color as well. All right? Um, okay. And the Ace of Swords, when I'm getting time frames, I also always consider that one. So I feel like he's coming either in the beginning of the season. It could be June. It could be July. But it's coming very soon. It's something that you're going to conquer, something that is here, and it's going to come swift as well. He's highly intelligent with that card, too. And there we go with the Nine of Cups. (laughs) Wishes coming true. So this is not only a romance. This is someone I feel like he got status, you know? Oh, okay. Um, And if he's a leader in some kind, I won't be surprised. But... 
Yes, to answer your question, I feel that someone is coming this season. You could also be meeting him through wealth, finances, or career, or business, since that king of coins showed up right in the center of your reading here, too. All right? Well, fantastic. Thank you so I much. I like it. All my readings Pre- are good so far today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no thank you so much. <laughs> you have a great day. You just made you mine. Too. <laughs> you take care, Sandy. Uh, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, thanks. Okay. You're on 773. Okay. Wow, that was great, huh? Yeah. Perfect. Wonderful. So I have another person holding. You ready to take another call? Sure. Shoot. Okay. All righty. Okay, hi. Who do we have here on the air? Hi, my name's Julia. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, Julia. Hi, Julia. Hey. Wow. Well, you sa- sounds like you're on a roll, so let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know about, um, you know, meeting that one, that heartmate for me, that, you know, the one that's for me. I tell you, everything is about love with me. <laughs> yes, I tell you. <laughs> well, it sounds like good that was fun, so, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Julia. Okay. And Julia, you want to know, is it the same thing or in general, what's coming for you in romance? What do you want to know specifically, Julia? I want to know about the one, you know, the one that's meant for me, that heart connection, that love connection. Let's see what I have surrounding that. You want to know specifically that it's more like, when is romance, a real romantic, committed relationship entering your life and anything yeah. surrounding that then? That's more of your yeah. question. Okay, yeah. let's see. Let's see what I got here. Show me, Julia. Um, so the middle of your reading, hmm, this one's a bit difficult because um, sometimes when I have to give not so great news, it's always hard for me as a reader to, to give that, but sometimes it's there. And you have five of coins crossing the nine of nine, so I'm going to say nine, nine of wands. So I feel like this is uh, in regards to your love and relationship, uh, in regards to finding the one. Um, it says that it's going to be some kind of struggle um, that you're probably still wounded from old relationships, past relationships. You're still very on guard, and it's almost like the inability to to kind of let people in as well. It's almost like you're still going through the storm, you know. So could I say, is it immediately? Is it going to happen right now? Is it going to be in the season? For me, I, I, it's hard for me to say that. I would have to say no, it's not. The surrounding cards, however, though, it is saying that the person, you have three, I feel is artistic, creative. Um, I also feel that this is someone that's uh, stable and going to be in the home, but I also have Knight of Pentacles mixed with the Moon card here. I feel like this is a long journey. I feel like it probably will be a season or maybe two before you meet this person. And he's coming also as someone who's Revy. He's a king of swords. I feel like he's an older man. He can have dark hair, and he's Revy. I feel like he's set in stone. He's really a hard man that's going to be here. So he's creative, artistic, but I feel like he's a man of the house, a man of the home. He has his rules, protocols, regulations, and he knows what he wants. He's going to be really hard-headed, too. But I feel that that's more in the next year, maybe even more than that, when you will find this person to settle down. You're still going through a storm, going through this. The cycle is like you need cleansing from from past relationships in order for a new romance to flow into your life. Okay. All right. uh, what do you yeah. suggest for cleansing? How how do I kind of help myself to move through a cleansing? Well, first with or the moon card. <laughs> 
first with the moon card here, um, I'm not here to give any kind of you know, diagnose anything, but it's like a lot of psychological damage or rough things from the past that you need to kind of face, face them first before moving on, you know. I feel like it's things that with the mind is, is still there, like you're still trapped into the, these cycles, you know, um, and that's why it's kind of guarding you up as well. So that's what I have. I feel like it's something emotional right now and, and psychological, and that's what's preventing you. Um, if it helps, with, since I heard the, saw the Knight of Coins here, I don't feel that this is someone that's even local. You know, I don't feel that this is someone that's going to be immediate local from you. I feel like it is a travel or a journey, and this is where you're going to meet someone. It's like outside of your immediate area. All right. Interesting. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. I'm sorry that it kind of went downhill for me. It was so up for so long, so sorry for kind of, you know, making it. No, it's okay. No, I think this is telling you things that you need to face, you know, and kind of go out of your, your norm, you know, like repeated things in order to find people, you know, because I feel like you, you're not prepared to take the extra step yet. You know, it's like you want someone to kind of come to you, but you, you're still with the same, it's like you're the same routines, you know? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like, okay. look well, outside. Good to know. All right. You're welcome. So, well, thanks so much, and have a great day. Okay. Thanks for taking you too. my call. You too. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. But that's really common, don't you think, Emmy, that a person would need to heal past wounds in order to find a, a soulmate relationship? It's true. And I yeah, I really I really do believe that. I feel like it's about breaking cycles, about breaking chains, you know. Um sometimes we get out of relationship and we feel lonely, you know, we feel immediately lonely because we had these relationships that we were holding on to to make us feel better and feel secure, you know, we had someone and we're outside, we're alone, we have no other relationship and we just want to get into one to try to feel what the other person made us feel, you know. And that's where the self-love comes in, you know. That's when the healing comes in, you know. That's when we we go to our spirits to kind of, or our ancestors, because I really, I, I work with our ancestors a lot. You know, mother, father, help me feel, you know, feel love. Help me love myself. Help me see what it is in me to love myself and feel good just to be fine and alone, you know, and that's when you start healing from these old wounds, why didn't this happen, why didn't work, you know, you got to face these things, um, become a little independent to kind of open yourself from the road, and it's funny, um, people, it is true, when you're not looking, that's when the person comes, it always happens like oh, that, yeah. but it is true, it is true. Oh, yeah, I believe and that, And when you too. set no. yourself free... It's like when you set yourself free from that old relationship, like really let it go. It's, it's over. I moved on. That's it. Then you're you're taking out that 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 space, that that spot that he filled up with all this negativity. You threw it out, and then you're allowing a better energy to come in and fill that in. You know. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly, exactly. Now, you mentioned a little bit about working with your elders. Now, and you're a spiritualist. So can you tell me a little bit of, you know, kind of how how your beliefs tie into your readings and your, and you know, your theories and practices? Um, sure. First, I work with, um, in my spirituality, we believe that ancestors come first. Ancestors come first, you know, because uh, they uplift us. We walk, um, you know, we stand on them, you know, and we feel by um, elevating our ancestors, giving them light, giving them love, you know, <clears throat> that we are able to uplift ourselves also in life. We learn from their past mistakes. That's what it's about. So we could do better in this life, you know. And then so right. forth. Like our family could do better as well, you know. So, we elevate our ancestors. 
we don't worship them. We <laughs> we don't worship them, but we give them a light, a lot of light and love, and tie them into our daily activities. Um, basically, um, when we eat, we serve them food as well. You know, my my family, my kids, they know we have pictures of them. They know they know their names. You know, they know who they were. You know, and something simple as teaching our our family about who our ancestors were, who our bloodline was, is part of elevating them as well. Like knowing them, so that's how that ties in. So anything with that. Um, especially with prayer and my spirituality, I go to my ancestors first. You know, I don't go to, I don't go to my husband. I don't go to anybody else. I will go and do a reading in front of my ancestors. They're the ones giving me the um, the best advice. They're my blood. There's no one that knows me better or how to deal with the situations at home better than them. So that's how. Wow. That's how it is. Yeah, it's very close. <laughs> very close. Well, that's good, and that's good that you're teaching your children already to, you know, understand how important family is and to keep those And who you are, uh, like defining who we are is is very important. You need to know who you are. Mm -hmm. And so when you were were telling a little bit about how you got started with the tea leaves and everything before, you're just kind of a natural, and this runs in your family then too, correct? Well, um, they don't they don't practice it. I mean, my sister, my sister is a reader as well. Um, but it was one of those things that it's become a taboo. They were Christian. My mother was into it for some time, but then it was like a, a switch that you could turn on and off when it started getting right. too real. It's like, okay, no, no, let's rip your cards. She will rip my tarot cards, and I'm a collector. <laughs> Right now, I have over 300 decks, and so my mother would rip my tarot cards. It just made me buy more and more and learn how to work with them more, you know, and not even follow the book because I didn't have a book. I was scared to, for my mother even to, to see that. She would rip it up. Oh, my God, you know. So it just motivated me to do more. Um, so at for a period of time, I couldn't even expose you know, what I was learning. I had to hide it for a long time um, when I was growing up. And being a medium, being a psychic, it's like it's like being gay. You're just born this way. <laughs> you know, no. I didn't know what it was called. I didn't know what a psychic or a medium was. They will always tell me that that was of the devil and that wasn't real, that, you know, something evil. I'm like, I'm not evil. And I used to say when I was little, I was talking to the walls because I didn't know that that was my spirit guides or the angels or spirits in general. So I was like, Mommy, I'm talking to the walls. And it wasn't like I was hearing languages. It was energies and vibrations, and you knew that they were communicating with you in a certain way and giving you messages. But I I couldn't vocalize it. I couldn't really put it into words and, you know, explain to people what I was feeling. And these things just grew as time went on, especially when I was a teenager. I started feeling what other people were feeling, you know, sensing. Um, and that's how it, it it developed for me. I believe everyone has some psychic ability, but you need to keep at it for it to grow. I mean, it just doesn't happen overnight, you know, um <laughs> You need to keep training yourself and working with it, you know, just like anything else, any other art. You need to keep at it so you can keep mastering it. And divination is an art. You never stop learning. You're always going to find something else, (laughs) how to divine and learn a better way of doing it. That's how I believe it is. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree with you. You know, it's just something... The more you practice and the more you hone your skills and the more knowledge you add to your base, then the better your readings become. It's true. It's true. And you find um, um, one of the reasons why I have so many cards, (laughs) um, I actually use them. I, I don't buy a deck, even though it might be crazy expensive. I don't buy a deck so it just could sit on myself and look pretty. I like to put them in use. Because right. every they have so many decks and everything is 
artists. They were artists. I feel like, oh, my God, look at these artists. So they could all view a card in a different way. So I like to see, what is that artist? How is this artist interpreting this card? It's all in how they drew it. So it was very intriguing. I never could get bored of reading. Um, I don't. I don't, and I just buy another card deck when that happens, too. <laughs> Refreshing. It's like a kid in a candy store, you know? <laughs> That's how it feels oh, yeah. to me. <laughs> oh, I know that. Now, what's your favorite deck to read with, then? I'm a writer girl, you know? I have a, oh, a lot okay. of decks, but I keep going back to the source. <laughs> right, right. So she's I talking about it. the writer weight hero deck. Yeah. Um, kind of thing. <laughs> classic what many other decks are based upon you know the 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 imagery and the symbolism is very it's very rich but it is very simple don't you think it is yeah and i think there's a lot of novelty decks out but i was like it kind of draws away what the the meaning is you know so right. I like to stick to to one method and just keep on from there. Um, I love tarot, though, so I keep buying them. But I tend to see that I connect more with, you know, the ones that I, I kind of began with. And I always keep going back to the writers. I have a few of the same deck, you know. That's oh. it. I like to wear the decks, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah, and you're a riffle shuffler like I am too. You're not like yeah. a, somebody that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's what I do. I have to have a deck that um, fits nicely in my hand. So yeah, yeah, it's like a casino. <laughs> and you bring other tools into your divination, so you don't just use tarot, do you? No, I don't, and I'm. No, I don't just use tarot. Um, I, sometimes I scrine. If they give me enough time, I could scrine. I could scrine a crystal ball. I could scrine water. You know, it's just scrining takes a bit more time. Um, I use coins. I love using coins because sometimes tarot can't give you a complete yes or no. Um, tarot is more... I like tarot because it goes in depth with their emotions and the feelings, and especially when what's someone's thoughts, what's someone's feelings, what's someone's intentions. I get a lot of questions like that, and I think that's great for the tarot. You know, they'll bring out all the inner stuff out of you. A tarot, that's what it's about. Um, but when I go to the coins, I use a system of divination. For coins, you could just throw them, and it'll tell you yes. Or no, or I'll tell you throw again, or maybe, you know, some people just want yes or no. You know, they don't want all of that kind of, they don't want to get into their emotions and feelings. I also use Lenormand. Do you use Lenormand? You know what Lenormand is? Yeah, I have a Lenormand deck. I actually have a deck and an app that I use, so... I love the Norman, <laughs> and I like them because they're more specific. When you're reading to something, they can yeah. kind of tell you what exactly is going to happen. Uh, you know, I see you going on the trip to this person. Oh, I see you about to have an accident. Oh, I see someone, you know, coming. You know, it's real specific with, like, little details, like the fine details of things. And I use the Norman cards a lot, too. Playing cards I also use. I use dice. I use anything I could divide with, you know, like given the moment. And um, what's good about it, I just go with the flow. Not all readings I use coins, you know, not all readings I go into oracles and playing cards, but I do. I um, Especially with messages from spirit, I will just, you know, grab one of my oracle decks and kind of tune in to that and connect with that and give them a message from that too so anything <laughs> right right well even you know for myself too i look into the clouds i look around me in nature you know there's signs to be picked up in in everything that we look at so it's really kind of bringing everything into a reading and using yeah. and being open I, I remember you looking into the clouds. I think that's uh, one of the things I started when I was little. Um, my mother, not knowingly, she would train me. This is a good story. My mother, not knowingly, would train me with 
my my psychic ability. And we would sit down by the window every Sunday morning, waiting for the church van to pick us up. And we'll just sit there because it was about a, a half an hour, maybe an hour. And she goes, what color car is coming? And we would just sit there and <laughs> which car is coming. So, And I'm serious. And it, it helped. And as, you know, the months went on, I got better. And so my mother was doing this with me, and she didn't even notice. But it was something that we would do often together. And it's funny, I didn't realize how much my mother was helping me grow into this until I got older. Those little things you appreciate when you have your young kids. <laughs> but, yeah, my mother would do that, too. Those little exercises like that that can help anyone kind of fine-tune or help develop um, their abilities if they're looking into that, too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. We have one last caller waiting. Do you want to take her now? Sure. Or, okay, okay, hang on. And that's really cool, though. I mean, on the one hand, your mom seemed like she was a little bit against it, but on the other hand, she really helped you to grow as a as a with your abilities and as a scientist. yeah. And now she's oh. all for it. Emmy, give me a reading. Oh, <laughs> oh that's perfect. <laughs> This might be her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hang on, let's see. Let's see who's been waiting. Hi, thanks for waiting. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, this Hi. is Diana. Hi, Diana. You sound Diana. like you have a lot of beliefs, like I do. What happened? You sound so young. You sound like you have a lot of beliefs, like I do. But you, you seem so leaves? young. Oh. Elite. Um, oh. B E L I E L. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Similar beliefs. How old are you? I am 31 years old. Okay, yeah. You're half. Half my half. age. I was reading at your age. You was reading? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, the writer, of course. <laughs> In the seventies, you know, if you were going to be a reader, that was the deck. <laughs> no, I love this deck. It was my favorite one. I I keep going back to the source. I connect with and it always, the best. And always bring the ancestors in. That's great. Amen. That's great to hear somebody that that, that believes like that. Because I thought some of that was lost. You oh, got no. it, girl. <laughs> Yeah, it is important. I'm I'm gonna stick with the same. I'm ready for romance. I've done my work. I just wanna know if you see anything within the next three months in romance. All right. Romance questions today. Okay. <laughs> I need somebody change. <laughs> no, it's all right. Let's I know. Show me what's coming up for her. Uh, major cards. I mean, wow. Well, I'm 51 now. <laughs> one, two. It has nothing to do with the age, but the energy of the question that you were asking. And I'm like, yeah. you have all majors. One, two, three, four, five, five. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And you put some energy into that stuff. Wait, I could tell. <laughs> People ask me sometimes <laughs> if I'm using a machine. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. All majors. Six cards, all majors. So, um, wow. I never, this is rare. All right. First, I'm going to say, of course, (laughs) um, in the middle of your reading, you have the judgment cross with the emperor. So, when we're talking about a person, um, it's saying, of course. You know, and I, I'm, I'm feeling there's a very strong male energy. He's man, man. You know, the emperor for me is either he can have some military background, or he can be a, a, a official, a police officer, 
anyone like that. But, of course, he's older, and, of course, he's set in his ways, you know. This is who he is. He's a very protecting person, and this is someone who will protect you at all costs, all right? Um, but I feel that he couldn't have that very masculine energy. He could also be a Taurus, you know. Um, I also have the Justice card in regards to the way he is. I feel that he's, yeah, I definitely got that he probably works in the uh, official business. I can't deny that in any way. The emperor with the justice card next to it, I feel like he's some kind of official. All right? You also have the hierophant, very highly educated as well. And like I said before, moral principles is everything to this man. He likes the way he is. He is structured a certain way. Um, He has a lot of experience. And I do feel that he travels a lot with the chariot. The chariot is also the, the card when we go into months. That's also June. That's the cancer sign. That's my card. <laughs> when we call and when we start doing um, time frames and the tarot, the chariot is that the June card, the sign of the cancer. So it could be into June or into July where you can meet this, this type of person as well. And it's the star all the way at the bottom, hope, inspiration. This is probably something of destiny. This is probably something that... You've been longing for a long time. You have a spiritual connection as well. So I, I'm i saying yes. I gave you time frames, descriptions. Wow. Um, wow. Judgment. He's crossing the judgment. I wonder I feel maybe he makes rules and regulations too. You have a lot of cards leaning into that. I won't be surprised. Mm-hmm. He could also be not local from you also with the chariot that was above your head. Um. That could be something also of importance too. Wow. I'm going to take a picture of this spread. I love taking pictures of my spreads when I do readings for my clients. Because <laughs> it gives them something to remember and to connect with. So I'll take a picture of this. Yeah. yeah. I'll definitely have to call you back in a few months because I have no All idea right. who this could be. All right. Well, he looks forced, <laughs> <laughs> strong. All right. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Right. You're welcome. You have a blessed weekend. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. That was. Hello. That was. That was. That was. Never, that's one of those rare things when you get six trumps all together. That's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's well, like that raw things. energy, right? Such a raw energy with oh, yeah. all the trumps there like that. Yeah. And definitely a life changer. You know, that's not going to be like the typical, you know. You know how we started the, the show off with the reading, and it was going to be really the a pages. summer romance. Yeah. 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 yeah pages. It's pages. like the... So when you come and just crossing paths, and, you know, that was a nice fling, and you keep walking. But this is someone that's going to be in my life probably forever with all those cars. Like, wow, you know? Yeah. Probably a dominant oh, force, though. But I'll be submitted to someone like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of. Now, will you put that on your Facebook page? Yeah. For her, too, if she wants to take a look at it at um it's www.facebook.com slash psychic Emmy Moon. So, Diana, yeah. she's going to post your picture there. So, if you want to see that reading, she'll have that posted for you. Yeah, I took a picture of it. So, okay. So, we were talking a little bit about at first your mom didn't want you doing anything with tarot cards. But, in it, you know, when you were young then she was kind of helping you hone your ability. Yeah, she definitely was. Um, she definitely um, she definitely was uh, as a teenager. It was more accepted because before, in the beginning, oh, this is a phase, right? It's a phase. They'll get out of this, you know. It's just, you know, it's just divination. It's just tarot cards. They'll get out of it. But I never got out of it. <laughs> 
So it's like, right. oh wow, she she's still at this, you know. And it's like, well, maybe she's she's serious, and you know, um, they believed in me, and they accepted it. They, you know, I have, I'm blessed to have my family accept this as what I'm doing. It took some time though. So those new readers, those younger readers, you know, because I'm I'm 31, I'm young, started very yeah, young yeah. too. And I want to say just keep going for it, you know. Don't let anyone discourage you. If this is something that you really love, yes, sometimes we need to hide what we do, uh, but keep learning, you know. There's the Internet and all other kind of things to learn divination, but just keep going for it. This is something that you really love, you know. Um, I would say just keep putting effort into it because look at me. (laughs) Look at me. And sometimes right. people don't take us serious because of our age, but I feel like the proof is in the pudding. And that's true. Once you get over, oh, you're young, how can you do this? You read for them. Read. Show them that you believe in your readings and you believe in it, and they will believe in you. And um, that, that will break the ice instantly right there and describe the cards. Right. I'm one of those readers that like describing everything that I see. You know, because I'm on the phone a lot with my readings, and when I start describing how I see things and what I feel, um, that's when I bring them into the reading with me. They're right there with me. They're sitting next to me, you know. So that's the type of reader I am. I'm very descriptive with my readings. And it's just my style. I wasn't really taught by anybody, you know, taught myself and through books or just through experience as well. Right. And um, you do mainly, well, okay, first question that came up while you were talking about new readers and everything like that. I think that even when you're a seasoned reader, you're still learning a lot about the cards every, with every um, spread that you lay, kind of. You might notice something different or learn something. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like a lifetime of learning from over the time you see which spread works best for you. Um, I work on, I have my own website, emmymoon.com, but I also work on Keen, which is one of those um, hotlines, and they want you to do quick readings. Boom, boom, boom. I want the answer now, 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 now. So I've, I got pretty quick with my readings, and you need to see what what spread kind of works for you, you know, what spread works for you the right. best. And, that's my personal one. I do like the the cross in the middle and the two cards, but you got to um, tune in. And um, other spread works better for different questions. So you got to f- just keep playing around, um, do readings for other people or your friends, and you'll you'll just keep it'll flow for you like a language when you're reading. You know, try not to focus too much on the meanings too, but let it flow. Right. See how the the um, See how the characters in the tarot or in the cards are speaking to each other. See how they're facing away from each other, you know, things of that sort. See how they're interacting. So you can, it's like once you get a a language flowing and, you you know, you see them communicating, that's how things will even flow better off your tongue when you're reading. You'll feel like you're not too much into the cards, but you're connecting more with spirit and what the message of spirit is trying to relate to the person. It's interesting. Right. <laughs> Reading a story. Oh, definitely. And then, like you said, when you're tuning into your guides as well, it's really kind of getting a little bit of information that may not be directly related to the specific meaning, like the traditional meaning of a card. It's uh-huh. more related to that person. Yeah, like our elders, my godmother, um, other people like what's a book? I never use a book, <laughs> and I laugh because we all stuck and glued to the book these days. But um, they wasn't using books then too much, you know. It was word of mouth, <laughs> and it's really how what the cards meant to them, and that's how they learned, and that's how information was passed on. And 
to me, I, I feel like that's how it's, the cards also was supposed to be used. It's not only about the details, about what each and every card means, you know. It's about connecting to spirit. And you brought up a, um, something good. You, you talked about um, other people's energies. And before reading, I feel like it's so important to kind of protect yourself and ground yourself before your readings. Light up some sage and kind of cleanse the energy because when you do a lot of readings, you could pick up a lot of stuff. So you want to protect yourself. Um, I use water to tune into with the higher spirit so I could get clarity. But I also use a white candle to just attract the, the positive spirits and positive vibrations. And you always also need to cleanse yourself. We use Florida water or sage or bluing in my spirituality to kind of cleanse myself from these energies after reading because they can just stick to us like like glue, and we don't want that. So that's a good way to do that too. Bells is a good way. You want to just kind of ring it, and it's like instantly it just kind of breaks. <laughs> it breaks also some negative vibrations that of people's energy that sticks to you to readings because we attract a lot of things. We are we talking to people with issues and problems and a lot of heavy energy. They have a lot of heavy stuff in their heart, and they're trying to talk to you as an advisor to help them with this. Give me direction, please. And us connecting, we're connecting to them. So it's very important to cleanse and protect yourself, always, before and after. Number one rule. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I agree, <laughs> because then to, you know, and do your cord cutting every day and make sure that, you know, it's sometimes easy for people to get a little bit attached to us. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yes. And yeah. doing the cord cutting really kind of helps on an energetic level to, to help them to maintain their own energy and not feel that... that um, Attached. Yeah, that... Abhängigkeit. kite. <laughs> I know it's German, I'm sorry, but that you know, kind of that attachment to us. Uh-huh. And to our advice. So definitely. So I think that we're gonna probably wrap it up now because um I had a, a gentleman who um messaged me and he said he couldn't call in and I think that's because the on air thing went off. I think that they can still hear us but they can't call in anymore. Oh wow. What's going on? <laughs> All right. So kind of guest stuck. Yeah. All right then. <laughs> but I would love to have you again. You've done a fabulous job and I think everybody was really, really happy with their readings today. So Thank you. I really it was great. It. Thank you so much for allowing me to interview and allowing me to be on your show. I appreciate it. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Mother's Day weekend is here in Thank America. You. <laughs> All your blessed mothers. Have a blessed day and take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much. I really Thank enjoyed you. it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you. Me too. Bye. Talk soon. Talk soon. And if anyone can hear me, that was Emmy Moon. Um, she is a psychic reader and spiritualist. You can find more about her at her website, www.tarotreaderpsychic.com, or you can go to her Facebook page. She's at www.facebook.com slash psychicemmymoon. So thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Have a fabulous night. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. And have a good weekend. Thank you. Schatz, wenn du da so den gefrorenen Schneemann anstarrst, woran denkst du? An Josko-Fenster und Türen. Was? Das ist Weitblick, denn Josko friert die Preise ein. Bis 31. März bekommen Sie alle Josko Fenster und Türen noch zum günstigen Vorjahrespreis. Näheres bei Ihrem Josko-Partner und auf Josko.at.